Hello, and welcome to another episode of A Product of Proverbs. I'm your host, Joshua Fowler, here with my dad and co-host, Reverend Roy Fowler, and we have a good episode for you, continuing our season two. How long is our season two release going to go on? Because this is probably about the fifth or sixth episode. I know. Well, this is what we get for recording a lot of them at once, as opposed to waiting every week. Well, it is what it is. Efficiency. You're going to be busy, so you better get all you can. I'm already busy, but it's good busy because I'm already learning and getting better, and I got more to share with our listeners. So today's episode is going to be probably a little shorter than the others because we're going to do a sermon recap. So if you're familiar with season one, at the beginning of season one, we did a sermon recap with every episode. So every episode we were recording on Sunday afternoon and my dad would have preached a sermon earlier that morning and we just kind of do a condensed conversational version of that message. It was mixed in some of the episodes we did later on in the season and for most of the beginning of season two, there's been none. So we're going to sprinkle some sermon recaps in between the episodes and this Sunday afternoon we have one for you. We actually have two because we recorded last Sunday's sermon twice. We recorded it once, and the mic messed up. For some reason, it had this twitchy sound to it, so we came back and recorded it again, and then the file got corrupted. In the words of the old church people, the devil is busy. He don't want y'all to hear about that sermon. That was at midnight. That was midnight. Acts chapter 16, Paul and Silas, yeah. Paul and Silas in jail and how they let their actions and their light in their dark moment guide the people around them to better in their situation as well. End up saving a man's life. There was a whole lot going on, man. Tell them about Paul and Silas, Leroy. Well, yeah, in that passage, you know, they went to jail because they had been in the city preaching, Philippi preaching. Uh, teaching about Jesus, and there was a little girl, a young girl that was demon-possessed, basically, because she had the spirit of divination. And she was following them, identifying them, um, saying, these are men of the Most High God, and just kept on following and harassing them. And then finally, Paul said, uh, you know, use the spirit of God and commanded that spirit to come out of her. So her uh, owners got upset because they had lost their revenue and they took them before the magistrate and there they were punished and then put in prison. And Paul and Silas was put in jail and they had been beaten and they were arrested. And the whole thing about the message was how do you handle those situations? What do you do in your midnight situations? Because most of the time we'll find ourselves in those times. And I said this, you really find out what you believe when you're in a tight spot like that. It shows what you really believe. So here they were, beaten, uh, probably hurting. They were bound and in jail. And I'm sure the other prisoners were wondering and looking at them and observing them, probably heard about them. So now they're observing them. And they were amazed to find out that here here they are in this type of circumstances, uh, these circumstances, and what they're doing is singing and praying to God. They're not moaning, groaning, and complaining, but they have a different attitude than everybody else because they had no idea 
that an earthquake was going to come. They had no idea that the shackles were going to be loose. They had no idea that the jailer was going to be saved. They didn't have any idea about that. They just knew who they were in God and who God was to them. So they had the proper attitude because they had the right understanding and the right theology. And what that did was allow their light to shine. And sometimes you're in situations, and it depends on how you react to them as to how it affects other people. And I'm sure more than the jailer and his family were um, saved and influenced by that situation. Um, and it's because of their attitude in that adverse circumstance and situation. And that's kind of the sermon in, in essence. Yeah, and the attitude is what is the main thing that we took from it just because if you have a negative attitude when you're in a bad situation, you mope and you down and you don't really share and you don't really, because not sharing negative experiences is something we all naturally do because you want to appear good and look good, but sharing negative experiences actually help other people who may be going through similar experiences see that you can make it through. And then also it may help someone avoid a similar experience because they see what it actually looks like. That's the whole thing about wisdom and sharing knowledge is you have to share the bad just as you have to share the good. They were in a bad situation and still shed their good light. They still did what they needed to do as opposed to moping and going out of the way because what would that have looked like? If you're always up and if you're always... You have to keep that same energy essentially is what it comes down to is when you're free and walking the streets and you have a reputation and you have prominence, you have to act the same way when you're in jail. You have to act the same way when you got a lot of money, when life's going good, you're making the right moves, your job's good, you got a girlfriend. You you got to act the same way when your job's rocky or your money's funny. or like You have to keep that same energy. Kind of like what episode was that? Never let a hard time humble us. It kind of circles back to this. Like they could have let that prison stint humble them and take that God away from them, and all those other prisoners wouldn't have got to see that God. Similar to here in the podcast. Just imagine if we was going through something negative and we just decided to pull the podcast because something was negative. Yeah. You know? But now everybody that's relying on the podcast, they don't get to see that. They need to see that light through whatever. So you don't let a hard time humble you no matter what comes. Well, what happens is this. You allow what comes out in those tough situations or what's in. So if you've got the right things in, then you'll do the right things in those circumstances as well. And I think that's what it was with them because they understood the sovereignty of God and God's purpose and plan for their lives. So it didn't matter the circumstances they were in because they understood that God was sovereign, that God knew about them because Matthew's, I don't know, what is it, um, 16, one of those uh, verse, I can't think of the verse, but it talks about he knows the very hair of your head. So he knows about you. He looks out after his own. And Romans eight twenty eight, all things work together for good to them that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. So if you know those things and you have that on the inside, then 
it gives you the potential to do the right thing when your circumstances change, right? And that's the important thing about it. It's what do you really believe? Um, I always say belief really determines behavior. And that's how life is. That's funny because in my MBA class, specifically leading people in organizations, they talk about your power motive or your motive. Like you said, what's inside and what comes out. And they say that the best leaders have a socialized power motive. So that's where their strength comes from empowering other people. That the most charismatic leaders kind of rub off on other people and make other people better. And that makes them better compared to someone that has a personalized power motive that they draw strength from controlling others as opposed to giving others control. That's something to learn is that what's inside of you is your position and your attitude towards helping other people. Another word from that class we learned was altruistic achievement. So we're talking about people and achieving your goals and kind of overachievers and also the negative side of overachievers and the positive side of achievement and being kind of, what's the word for people when they're always on the next thing? Kind of. I don't remember. I know what you're talking about. Um, but generally, you can take that negative and make it positive if in your achievement it's really based on collaboration. So it's more of influence and the people side of achieving goals than, say, the result. The end result of your goal is the, is the people and the journey in between there. And that's altruistic achievement that we're learning about, too. And that's shown in the Paul and Silas story because their achievement in that story was the help of other people. I asked the question, how do you handle your midnights? Because all of us have them. And uh, it's, it's good to know what you believe and know who you are and understand that that's not predicated upon your circumstances. You are not your circumstances, right? And you need to understand that. Some people feel like, like their circumstances make them, but no, you are who you are, even in whatever circumstance you're in. Hello, listeners, and thank you for making it to this point in today's episode with us. This is a little bit of post-production editing that I'm doing. I don't even think my dad knows this is going on this episode, but I just wanted to talk to you guys about something recently that happened, uh, the passing of Chadwick Boseman, our Black Panther, our superhero. This episode, as you heard in the intro, was delayed for about three to four weeks, unintentionally. And now it kind of makes sense because we got delayed with audio issues, file issues, and this message wasn't able to come out when we wanted it to, but then it comes out now. And as I'm editing it and listening to it, it's so fitting to a Chadwick story because that altruistic achievement and what you do in your midnight and what you do in your darkest days is what becomes your legacy. And Chadwick, as you know, recently passed after a battle with cancer. But the entire time that he was in the limelight for us, he was in his midnight. That's something crazy to think about is that he was going through probably the roughest and scariest time of his life when he was giving everything, literally his life, to us. 
for us. He was giving us that art. That's something we can't take lightly just simply because we all go through midnights as we shared. As you see from 2020 Black Panther to whenever BC, AD, this was with Paul and Silas, like people be going through stuff. And what you do when you're going through it honestly helps others because Paul and Silas in that Bible story, you see how that worked, but you guys don't know what the Black Panther just did to our generation. I'll tell you what he did to me specifically is he put a fire behind me just simply because at 42 years old, right now I'm 26. That means I don't even have 20 years left. You know, I'm making plans of 401ks and what am I going to do when I'm 65 and saving money, long-term investment, all of these things. And it's like, Nip died at 33. I put $1,000 a month into a 401k and die in seven years. What did I do that for? So what's more important than, say, some money? Or what's more important than, say, whatever this idea you have in your head is altruistic achievement? So just like Paul and Silas and just like Chadwick, and hopefully like I'm attempting to do with this podcast, but your legacy is what you do for other people. Just like Nip, your legacy is not what you did for yourself and who you became, is who you inspired, is who you motivated, who you gave some power to. So I just kind of wanted to get that off my chest just because I've been digesting this Chadwick thing a little hard. I mean, death is all around us, but whether it's a cop, a pandemic, or natural causes, a hater, you don't really know when and where it's going to happen. All you can do is do your best with the time you have now, like the seconds you got now, the pennies you have now. Just do the best you can. You might not die a millionaire, but they're going to say, yeah, he was solid. You know what I mean? So I love y'all, all of y'all listeners. If you made it to this point, I'm not going to hold you. This episode will be done real quick. Um, thank you for listening to A Product of Proverbs. I don't even care about all that subscribe stuff. I just say that because it's podcast jargon. I don't care about subscribers. Uh, I don't really even care about the number of listeners. I care about the actual people, the listeners. So thank you, listeners. And we'll be back with another episode of A Product of Proverbs next week.